Hey, hey y'all. y'all. And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Three, two, one. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani. And today we are watching some more Vox Machina. We're getting closer to the end of season one. So what we've decided to do in order to, one, speed up the process a little bit, two, because the episodes are so short, we've decided to make this episode and the next Vox Machina episode to be a review of three episodes. So today we're going to be watching episodes seven, eight, and nine. And then the next episode will conclude the season of uh, one of Vox Machina. We're doing that mostly to make way for a new series that we plan to have come out by the around the beginning of the year because that's when it'll be released. So we will likely vi- revisit season two, just like we'll revisit Hell of a Boss season two, but at a later point because at this point we were wanting to finish up some of the series that we have and, and bring in start some new, new ones. Yeah, some bring in s- some new content for you guys and some new things and. Uh, just kind of open up some of our review slots a little bit for you and uh, work on some new content. So we're going to, we're aiming to have Vox Machina finished maybe by the end of the year. We're not sure depending on what kind of, we hope so, but like it'll, if not by the end of the year, by the end of January. So, because our next series that we're going to have is going to start in January, that's when it'll be released. So, we'd like to switch gears a little bit and uh, just try some new content. Not that we don't absolutely adore Vox Machina and Critical Role, because we do. As you can tell from our D&D campaign, since it's set in Exandria. Right? We're following in their footsteps. So, we have definitely big fans of Critical Role and everything like that. But now it's time for us to try something a little new. So... We are going to watch seven, eight, nine today, and get uh, finally get through Percy's, or at least move forward in Percy's arc of drama kingness. So, but we love Percy. We love we Percy so much. I love Percy so much. He's so good. Keila's still my number one, though. So, but Percy's my number one pick of the guys. Keila's yes. just my number one overall pick. Percy's my number one pick of the dude. I love Percy. He is one of my picks. My first pick, mm-hmm. just based on looks and attitude, is Vax. Vax. Was okay. it a choice between Vax and Scanlan? No, I was, I'm trying not to confuse Vax with Vex, and I'm like, which one is which? Yeah, Vax. Vax is really, he's really cool, and I did loosely base Althendron on. <laughs> of course I did. Of course I did. Of course I did. Like, come on. Like, I don't know you. Like, shit, girl. Please. But is he like Cassian? You don't know him well enough yet. You haven't known him for 24 hours yet. (laughs) You've known him for like four hours. And you had one conversation with him. So you don't know him yet. If you call that a conversation. Like, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Maybe you asked Southendron in your first conversation how many people he slept with. And like, maybe he thought that was endearing. And like, so you never know. You don't. You don't know. I am thinking about making you having to start roll like charisma checks and shit like that. But you know, we're working on it. You have a, a date coming up 
next week. I, I do believe. have a date coming yes. up next week. You have a date coming up with Alfender next week. Uh, for anybody who has no idea what we're talking about, we are talking about our D&D campaign, The Nameless City, which you can listen to as some of the episodes that we release. And uh, Ani's character just recently met uh, Althendrin Valisar, who is loosely based on a few different characters, but his appearance is slightly based on Baxeldan. So he has the dramatic, edgy gothness kind of going for it, while still being <laughs> like... While still being like dramatic, edgy warrior goth is, I guess, probably the better. He doesn't have any wings, though. So, but uh, I know we're so disappointed in that. <laughs> it's but, okay. He's still really cute. But to be fair, yeah, I was gonna say to be fair, like the images I used of him were vibed check not only by me but by Aaron. So, like, yeah, yeah, so. Should we get, but that but then again like aaron's character was vibe checked and approved by both of by us by me too, so yeah so yeah. anyway we are going to dive in to percy's drama and just hope that somebody gets him some therapy at some point <laughs> probably not i'm gonna be completely honest with you i have been watching uh campaign three of critical role and they like we saw him he did not receive any therapy <laughs> so <laughs> like it's fine he's he's still dramatic it's just more of like older reclusive dramatic instead of like edgy loner that is like his tw early 20s or his mid 20s i don't really know how old they're supposed to be here to be honest with you i mean i know you have to take into account the fact that like they all age differently so because like scanlan and pike are gnomes so they live well past 100 um and there's three half elves and they live well past 100 as well like 150 160 in matt's world they live to be about like 150 160 i'm okay. not so sure about his gnomes i don't know if he changed that because elves technically like in a, in a normal D, D campaign setting elves are kind of more in line with like lord of the rings elves like maybe okay, not that not that quite as centuries. long like not living before the moon existed uh, but like <laughs> like gladriel was around before the moon like that's weird but uh no but like they live in D, &D campaign settings like they can live for like thousands of years and stuff like that. and they don't in matt's world like a, you know like a couple hundred years is fine so because the calamity was only like a like 400 years ago four or 500 years ago something like that and in a normal campaign setting with D and D, that like the elves that were around then would be around now. Okay. And like that's not how it is. Like we, because like we kind of encountered that too with the Nameless City. Like how I kind of like I'm using closer ages to what he does, mm -hmm. and that's why, like, for Asha, whose family is vampires and stuff like that, like I, I gave them lifespans too. So you're not yeah. meeting people who are like, yeah, I was I was there in the calamity. Like yesterday for me, besides back it was like four hundred years ago. Yeah. Now, like her grandmother is still uh, alive, who was alive during the calamity. But that's even um, Jazara's parents, or, or well, her mother and her grandparents and stuff like that, who are full-blooded elves who live mm. for a really long time. They weren't around for that. So, but uh, in a normal campaign setting, he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen a thousand years. I'm still a kid. I need an adult." <laughs> I really want to. What are we going to have another session where we can just learn about people? 
What do you mean? I want to know more about you, Cinda. I really, really, really want to know more about you. Guys you guys had your opportunity to ask I me questions, know! and you didn't. We had a whole specifically dedicated to you guys asking me questions. You didn't ask me jack shit. You didn't ask me about anyone. You had the opportunity to ask me about the Olithids. You had we were overwhelmed. Cinda, you had weeks. We were aware of this episode weeks ahead of time. You didn't ask me about you, Cinda. And you didn't all ask me about three of us have ADD. You did. I. <laughs> <laughs> you had weeks to prep for this, and I asked you guys several times before the episode, before the day of the episode. We're going to have questions. You were warned so much. I know, and it never you could have asked my about mind. your parents. You could have asked. You could have asked me how your parents met. You could have asked me like how uh like asha's family works you could have asked me about jazara's family you could have asked me about jucinda you could have asked me about elro and orvo and the illithids there's a whole story for those fucking illithids you guys didn't ask me shit. you guys are gonna have to wait now so you you're gonna have to wait you had all these all you and you know what? There's things you could ask me about Alfredrin too, but now you can't. So no, no, I can't. No, there was a whole. I was expecting a lot of different questions, and he doesn't ask anything I expected you to ask. So, but yeah, there's a whole the amount of time I spent just on the lore, and you guys never ask about the lore. We feel like idiots. All right, we know. <laughs> It's just funny to me because I'm just thinking to myself, at, you are allowed at any point when you come across something, you need to just be like, can I roll an insight check on somebody? Can I, can I roll a history check on, on something? Like, would I know anything more about this? And like, I might just tell you something if you ask. So you are allowed to tell me. Like when somebody's telling you something and you don't know whether or not you believe, you could just tell me, can I roll an insight check on that? And like, we'll roll. And you, okay. could, and you might learn something. Okay. So same thing with like, if you come across, like when I drop hints about Aeor and like all this shit, you guys can roll history checks and just be like, yeah, they asked me. It's like, can I roll a history check on that? You're also just allowed whenever you want. It asked me, it's like, can I roll a perception check? And you can ask me like to see like something or someone or like whatever. And if you do and you get really good, I might tell you something that's going on that you didn't notice so okay okay <laughs> i try not to like i if if it's something you guys are gonna need to encounter i usually just kind of tell you to roll for me and you know that way you guys you know understand like hey moment and or something like that but you got yeah you guys can just ask me for for things like that so that's cool i need to remember to actually do that that's the problem. No, oh, I know. Trust me. Like, I, there's definitely moments I really forget some shit I should remember about Jazara. Like, some <laughs> of her abilities and shit like that. I'm like, ugh. So, like, because sometimes I just fucking forget. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Because I'm busy dealing with everyone else, too. And I'm like, shit. Like, she could have been doing that the whole time. Because, like, I forget to cast Hunter's Mark a lot. So, I'm just like, shit. I need to just put a big old sign on her character sheet, like, Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark, yeah. I gotta remember to put on my, was it? 
mage, the mage armor. armor. Mm-hmm. But now I also have a cloak. Well, now, instead of your AC going up to 14, it'll go up to 15. Right. So, still really good. It's naturally your AC is now 12. Um, so, but when you get, when you cast Mage Armor, then it'll be 15. Then it'll be really hard to hit, so. Yay! Yeah, but first and foremost, we have to get Valkaria through her date. I'm looking forward to it. Are you looking forward to your date? I am, actually. Good. I'm also looking forward to picking up my goddamn rings. Oh yeah, your uh, your Jasper ring for your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Quack will have that ready the day after. So. Yeah, I also forgot what I wanted it to do. <laughs> Thor style, summon it back. Ah, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So you can throw it like a fucking socket. Boomerang. <laughs> All right. Should we watch Fox Machina? Yes. Let us watch Vox Machina. All right, guys. We're going to start with episode seven. Seven. Scambo. Scambo. Something to do with Scanlan, I'm sure. Not, because the image is not him flipping everybody off. I mean, that's, that is very true. But Scanbo, it makes me think that Scanlan should have a bow. But he, and not a loot. Like, but maybe even like a bow staff, because it's not spelled B-O-W. It's spelled oh, yeah. B-O. So maybe like a. A bow staff. Oh, look at young Percy. Learning young. about Whitestone. Oh, he's such a goody two-shoes. He is. Residium. Residium is so important to the, to the world of Exandria. And through across three fucking campaigns. It is not something you guys will have to worry about, though. I don't have any significant to Residium. Okay. Uh, Are you volunteering to demonstrate? Freaking professor. Residuum. His parents what? don't look anything like him or his sister. I was about to say, why do they look so old? He's got several older siblings. That's right. I forget that he's got older siblings. Like, he has quite a few siblings. More is not always better. He has five older siblings, I believe. Damn, there's seven of them. Yeah, because I, I think he's the second youngest. I like Not how they a... they both have Marie Antoinette syndrome, though. Like him and his sister. Their hairs turn white from trauma. <laughs> like, I just think it's really funny. It's just like both him and his sister have Marie Antoinette syndrome. And I'm just like, yeah, it makes sense. Is that what it's called, Marie Antoinette? I thought it was like the Bride of Frankenstein syndrome. No, it's Marie Antoinette syndrome because there was like an old legend that when she was walking up to the guillotine, her hair turned all white from fright. Oh. Yeah. Fair. I mean, I think I would too, but if that was like genetically possible, but I'm pretty sure it's not. But then again, hey, I've never walked up to a guillotine to be executed. So, in all actuality, her one of the last things that she did was trip over her uh, somebody's foot, I believe, and she apologized. I well, learned some, I learned some really weird shit when I wrote that paper about her. Oh yeah, yeah. I also learned she was a fucking moron. Well, who does not I understand mean, the value of money whatsoever, but she wasn't nearly as bad as they made her out to be because they made her out to be like super like willing to spend money like left, right and center and like that she went and she uh-huh. spent all this money on these like rare jewels and stuff like that. But she didn't buy the jewels. Somebody just said, hey, she bought these and she spent all of like the crown's money and, uh, on these jewels, but she didn't. 
they could prove she didn't it went to court and then they just didn't bother to prove them wrong they could wow they just didn't and like she like there was almost no evidence it was all hearsay and instead of like and she just said well i didn't buy them and that was pretty much the extent of the defense and nobody believed her because they didn't bother to prove it despite the fact that she was nowhere near where they were and when they were bought okay yeah and i'm just like okay okay and then like this is the same woman though who like who when people were rioting about food prices Mm -hmm. because it was the equivalent of like a single loaf of bread was like twenty dollars yeah let them eat cake well and she didn't actually say that um but when they asked her about it and she's and they told her it's like well they're they're rioting because of they're hungry they need food and she what she basically said was so why don't they go buy some and they're like because it's too expensive and that doesn't comprehend her because money doesn't really have a value Value to her and she's just like well why don't they go buy some and they're like because they can't afford it (laughs) and that was why don't you lower the prices it was just like right over her head and it was just wow yeah so but yeah yeah it was it was a it was a whole mess so okay all right so back to vox machina and keyless over at the tree staring at their imposter versions of them that delilah briarwood dressed up like them to hang from the sun tree and that we learned that one of those people is actually one of the player characters in campaign three yeah it's just really fucking freaky i love that percy is the creator of guns in Exandria. Like, he is the reason they exist in Exandria. And, like, that was fully him. I like that. See, Percy's hair is white at that point. After his parents were murdered and everything, and he was tortured for a while, uh, his hair had turned white. Yep. He jumped in a river and got caught in a, <laughs> he got caught net. In a net. Like a fish. And he disappeared. And he pretended to be literally anyone else. He ate moldy bread. Yum. I know. He just slept right there in the dead center of that alley. <laughs> just not giving any dams. Nah, this is where I'm eating. This is where I'm sleeping. Yep. Ah, that's right. That he made me the he made the gun. Yep. He made it from scratch. The whole concept. He fucking smithed the metal for it. Well, where did he get the metal from? Where did, where where did, where did he, he learn metal working is what I'd like to know. Where did he do the smithing? Like That's true. Like, I think, I know he liked to tinker and make things before his family was killed. Because it was, it was stated at one point that that was, like, his siblings were kind of expected to share rulership, but he never had any, like concept that it would be placed on him at all because he had so many siblings that were above him and the idea was that they would kind of like share some of the responsibilities but uh and like he they all like did other stuff too and his things tinkering and like making stuff so he might have that's might be where he got the smithing abilities keelan is now talking talking to the the sentry yep you can there's a spell i'm not sure i don't remember if she cast it in this instant to speak with a sentry or if she just like tried to commune with the magic of it but there's a spell called speak with plants oh it's not strong enough keyleth grog asking the 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 legit questions what are the scribbles for Hmm. briarwoods ripley ripley is a 
good villain though like she's psycho as fuck but she's a good villain i think keyla started a fire yeah <laughs> right this person was gonna get even more personal oh uh-huh. started a fire and of course we used ale I don't, to think put you out could fire. I don't think you could put out a fire with alcohol wouldn't it just make it worse okay but don't be super pissed at keyleth you're in a basement it's not like the sunlight's gonna get out no but the smoke will but if there's a the house on top of the basement like like jesus it's not like she like, I'm, I'm not, a fire i'm not siding with vex i'm not i think she's really harsh on Keyleth, but it's like i get her fear yeah i get her fear too i love that percy has friends like he still has friends in whitestone like i like that percy is capable of having any friends because he seems like the ultimate like loner Dick. person yeah, the, oh, like the ultimate like introvert in all honesty who like he did not go out and make friends friends made him like grog you idiot like we'll die a thousand deaths and grog's like is that a lot and i'm like doesn't one just sound like a lot so one death i think is probably too many wow scanlon just says hey what if i lured the guards away from the house and grog just laughs in his face yeah. and scanlon's like i can make them leave that was not the time like, to I'm be not why does no one take him seriously I, because like 99% of the time he's making a point to be not taken seriously <laughs> Scanlan's like I'll burn down his motherfucking house Scanlan is so powerful though like they're just kind of like saying he's really like weak and that he can't do anything Scanlan's so powerful he's like I got these potions and I don't know what they do but it doesn't matter because they're still like, gonna work in my them. favor <laughs> Scanlan's like you're always saying I'm annoying she's like well you're not wrong and he's like, just let me be annoying. Let me. <clears throat> no, you don't. Scanlan, you don't. Scanlan has no idea what he's doing. You he wins no everything. <laughs> he's like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. I'm going to burn down his house. The scan man. It's not like there's exactly a lot of people out there playing flute, Scanlan. Not in this <laughs> town. And then all the guards are like, the fuck? Why is there a like, noise that doesn't, Boom. it's not like a pained scream? And of course now he's singing because uh-huh, he I must. He is a bard. Scanlan's hand. <laughs> it's kind of like my main hand. It's just yeah, it's uh Bigsby's hand is the spell. And yeah. like he goes to light a match and it just starts raining. I love it. It's kinda of hard to burn down a house in the rain. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, you walked in on him. Oh on Vladimir taking a shit. Oh that's disgusting. That is really disgusting. Also, because when he stands up, you see it fall yeah, out, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. They're playing D&D. The guards are playing D&D. Now he can spoof in and out. Yep. He, <laughs> he took a potion that lets him just go poof, poof. Uh-oh. Nope, it wore out. Yeah, it's time to run, Scanlan. He's just drinking potions. Now he's really small. And now he's tiny. Oh, very, very tiny. And now and you're he's on a in an Adler chandelier. Uh-oh. And he's big again. And it fell. And that guy just has a giant sword display. Last one. Just random po- If I give you guys random-ass potions, are you going to do this and just drink them no matter what happens? 
fucking could. Oh, I could give you guys some. You know weird. I would. Yeah, I could give you, you guys some I real would. weird shit. That would be fun. A Whitestone Avenue. <laughs> oh, I'm going to gym. That's not a brag. It's saying you strung corpses from a tree, my dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> potion of fire breathing. <laughs> it's a potion of fire breathing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's convenient. He literally might burn down this guy's house. I mean, every time he farts or burps, it just <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> like he better hopes it doesn't come out the other end. He's gonna light his own pants on fire. Yeah. Poor Percy. Your sister Cassandra is now has been brainwashed. Yeah, she's been living with him for a long time. How could you forget what your f- parents were looked like? Yeah, that guy just has a giant stuffed griffin. That's weird. Well, Scanlan finds some very helpful information about something going on with. Uh, the rest of Taldore. Did he just pull a sweeper yeah. chicken? Oh, I thought you were talking about the anal beads. I saw those too, but my first thought was <laughs> the sweeper chicken. <laughs> and you're like, I'm still looking up on the chicken. Clu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-lu-
Can't she do has it. anxiety. Like, she's a giant fucking stone, you know, barrier. No biggie. She she has anxiety, but when her friends are in danger, like in an emergency, she's good. It's just for everyday normal stuff, she's not. And like I relate to that so much. The fucking world um, could be coming to least, an end, and I will be the most confident person you know. But you want me to go talk to somebody I don't know to ask them for a ketchup packet, my world's gonna come to an end. That's fair. <laughs> Skillin and his flipping off finger. You've been a lovely audience. That is like such a way to like go out. It's just telling somebody you've been a lovely audience as they lay there dying. Right? <laughs> like you've been a great audience. Thanks. Open the door, you coward. Always early to class. Is it? Isn't she on their side? Yeah, but it doesn't mean that she doesn't make a good hostage. That's fair. And he slits her throat. Like, the guy Anders looks like Humpty Dumpty, but evil. He looks like Humpty Dumpty! You're not wrong. He definitely looks like Humpty Dumpty, but evil. Percy is just so haunted right now. Yeah, he's watching his sister bleed out to death. To be fair, campaign one had a lot of death. There was like quite a there was a lot of death in campaign one and yeah, like campaign an two is more like it has a lot of like political intrigue I guess not that campaign one doesn't but there's a lot more political intrigue in campaign two. And I campaign don't care about Thursday night football. Sorry. Campaign three is just trying to keep the moon from attacking. So, and now we go back to Pike. We are in episode eight. Eight. Just so everybody knows, we're all on the same page. And Pike is trying to fix her relationship with the Everlight. Like, this person's <clears throat> name, like, the god's name is the Everlight. And, like, I hope this is not their domain of creepy, creepy darkness. Because it's the opposite of what I would expect somebody's <laughs> called the Everlight to be called. Like, to where they would live. Right? The lady of the temple's like, you must take your time gotta take a break and she's like no now and now she's like wow. oh your uh everlight connection is questionable and she's like yeah you can't do this because you're you know your connection to the everlight's a little questionable and pike's just like get the fuck out <laughs> pike's like, i got this i believe if, if i recall correctly pike's hair is white because at one point she died and they brought her back but that was pre oh before the like the campaign was streaming because they had started playing the campaign for a while before they decided to start recording it yeah so i believe that took place in and i it might have been back when they were still playing pathfinder rather than D D, because it was originally a pathfinder that's why percy is a gunslinger because that doesn't didn't exist in D D at the time but it was a pathfinder thing and so he was a gunslinger so when they switched over to uh D D, matt just made him class for himself so in fact all of Talison's characters have been homebrewed uh classes because the gunslinger and then his next character was a blood hunter and that was something they made from scratch too and now his subclass of a barbarian is as well this fucking evil humpty dumpty is like i've wanted to kill her for longer than you could ever know and it's like all right you evil humpty dumpty i need uh any dirt you guys should be very glad I don't make you do that shit. Like, you need spell components. That is so annoying. 
Because I find having to have all your spell components to be such a pain. Yes. I only, I'm only i only going to make you have them for Revivify. You'll have to have the diamonds for it. Okay. Then as long as you guys don't die, it's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, come on, Percy. Shoot him. Shoot evil Humpty Dumpty. Knock and him how is Humpty wall. Dumpty so fucking fast? How is Humpty so fast? I don't know, but Humpty Dumpty could move. But you should have shot him the second he stabbed Cassandra, because what the fuck were you waiting for? Right? Look, it's Thor's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Percy, your gun is not a sword. Yeah, please stop using it to block swords. I don't understand why Percy's parents didn't fire this man. He can animate objects? Yeah. I'm not sure which way that he's doing it. Like, I don't remember the spells. Like, animate objects, that's a thing. They could also be golems of his It own. could be. I mean, his eyes... No, sorry. His tongue went shiny. Yeah. So it's possible they're golems, but it could be an animate object spell or just some weird, creepy creation. I like, I like Vax and Percy. Percy's like, this revenge is mine. And Vax is like, not if you're dead. Vax is getting hit on while. Yeah, like Vax is over there getting hit on by the enemy. And it's just like, okay. Uh, help, please. Up here. It's like Keyless busy trying to keep uh, Percy's sister from dying, and uh, we're getting our asses handed to us by a suit of armor. How many shots does Percy fucking have in that gun? Technically, he reloads at a certain amount of shots. Every certain amount of shots, he has to take one of his actions to reload all of it. Oh. So as a fighter, he gets multiple attacks like per round, so he has to spend one of those reloading when his gun's empty. Okay. And if he rolls a natural one, the gun blows up. Uh, Keyleth. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. She's like, oh my god, my my spell failed. My spell failed. I'm just like, you are gonna be dead. And then just Cassandra just sits right the fuck up and screams. And bombards Cassandra with a bunch of like, oh my god, you're alive, you're okay, okay, thank god. Wait, like, wait, I gotta right go. And I gotta Cassandra go be a saber-tooth tiger right now, okay? Because Grog Grog's like one, three, eleven, all the letters. Like, Percy, now would be a great time to move. Oh. All right. They've learned to, like, target the joints. Vax is just standing there. It's like, Grog, you having a little bit of issue? Huh? Huh? You have an issue? Having any troubles? He's like, hey, let me help you out. Grog's just like, I hate your face. I hate your face. So much. Like, Grog, don't worry. You can go kill evil Humpty Dumpty. Uh-oh. Please don't mind control, Grog. The order oh, of killing Vogs Magina. Not this great. Fucking, this fucking grabbed. Somebody, please cut this man's weird tongue out. He keeps licking his lips and it's really gross. Like, I need Humpty Dumpty not to also have snake-like features, please. It's a really creepy world you're in, Pike. It's like, uh, Pike, you got some issues, girl. You need to go to therapy for this. I mean, if you tell me, if she is resurrected, then she's got trauma to work through. That's fair. And Pike gets pulled beneath the weird glassy surface. In like and, this weird oh. smoking, drowning death. And then a fucking sun appears. And Pike is brought back towards the light. You know, he tries so hard to find you and it just gets brighter. Yeah. Okay, Everlight just asked you, who are you, not what are you? Yeah. Like, if you can't find your way back to this giant glowing ball right in front of you, I can't help you. She's just like, you're lying. It's like, I'm not, I'm not lying, but like, what do I do? 
What am I lying about? Can you tell me? There's no reasoning with Grog when he's charmed. Or Forever. ever. <laughs> I, imagine trying to get that axe away from Grog. Like, holy shit. Well, Keyleth got it away. She just, her and uh, Vex got tossed around like ragdolls in the process. Oh, he stabbed. Uh, Vex just stabbed. Vax. Vax, sorry. Stabbed Vax, Grog. my dude, did you think a dagger was going to take out Grog? I won't be completely honest with you. It seems like a real stupid idea. I was about to say, I'm like, why are we wasting time on Grog when we should be working on uh, Humpty? Vex and Keyleth. And Vax. And Vax! Great! Like, oh, aren't great. y'all, like, come on, aren't y'all any better at, like, fucking mind, con- you know, shielding than this? I don't know if it would have been an intelligence saving throw or a wisdom saving throw. My thought is a wisdom saving throw. But Keelan in particular should have been good at that, just because that's uh, the druid specialty. Percy, when your parents never recognized your talents, you were, like, 12, my dude. Right? Uh, Percy doing the talking to distract. Doesn't even bother trying to shoot his friends. It just shoots right through this dude's face. He shoots right from one end of the cheek out the other and cuts off his tongue. He calculated so well that he cut off his tongue. Yep. That's fucking brilliant. I love Percy. Oh my god, I love Percy. But where is the tongue because oh, there it's wiggling away that's disgusting and keila is trying to catch it that's so gross there we go rock stabbed it ew right. oh percy's got the mask back shoot him his lower jaw is gone shoot him i love that line though your face is the one i saw when murder entered my heart it's just such a good line percy's just the best one-liners like your secret is safe with my indifference like it's just such a good line oh and he drops everything including the ma- the cursed mask and the cursed gun in order to see cassandra Ooh, there's yeah. there's a a blow to your heart That's he's like i thought i thought you were dead and she's like i thought you'd come back to check and you're like fuck i'm sorry I don't know if I would, though. Like, if you... She got shot with, like, seven arrows, and you saw her fall. Like, I think I would have just assumed she was dead. Like, who the fuck survives right? that many arrows to the back? I can't tell if she's still playing him here. She has a very flat, like, expression on her face. It's hard to tell. Andrew's only useful possession was in his mouth. That's such a disgusting thing to say. I know. They have a star chart that shows the solstice for five days from now. What was Percy's quote? I envision what? Uh, The second one that I said? Yeah, no, the one he just said to Anders. Oh, um, your face is the one that I saw when murder entered my heart. Thank you. And Keyleth clears the sky. (laughs) That is the only useful time... That stupid cloud shaping spell has ever been important or useful. Is that, was that Brutus? Uh, Brutus? Brutus, yeah, that's right. Yeah! Yeah. What was the other one, the big one? Katha. Katha, thank you. Did you need me to bring you something? You already did, blood. Slit his throat, like, this bitch. And she drags the body to the center of the summoning circle. Like the freaky necromancer she is. 
and she's using that crystal and she takes all the blood out of the body okay you don't have to scream like you're just saying words no 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 need to lose your shit <laughs> ah she summoned the she's got her zombie army yeah uh-huh. i think we're back to pike yep who's still having an, a struggle of faith i guess is the, the best way to describe it pike's gotta find her own way back to this plane who's the voice of the everlight i don't know i'm not lying right ah you're lying to yourself pike it's just like you know you're not lying to the everlight but you do need to quit lying to yourself and she's like but about what i was drawn to depravity and violence what's wrong with drinking and fighting and cursing like unless you fight in the name of something good no it's not pike's like they're, my friends are the reason, like, you cut off my connection to you. And Pike's like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I cut it off. Have you seen the movie Rent, based off the musical? No. That's where I know her from, mostly. Who is it? Uh, from Rent, she's Joanne Jefferson. She is no, the girlfriend like, what's her of, name? Oh, um, Tracy Toms. Okay. Devil Wears Prada. Scanland's where they're singing again. You got Scanland. Fucking Scanlan. Uh oh. Why is it Scanlan's first thought that when he sees a when what he sees is a couple making out in an alleyway, he's like, "I'm gonna go join them." Uh huh. That's like, that is his first thought and his like go to like what he does, and it's it's like, oh, Scanlan, it's it is a zombie fully eating someone, my dude. Like, that would be my zombies. reaction. It's always zombies. Like, why the fuck is it zombies? Like, of course it's zombies. Because fuck me, right? Why why wouldn't it be zombies? Um, Tracy Toms, I know her from 911, the show. Who? That's where Everlight? I remember. Yeah, the Everlight, oh. yeah. I <laughs> was like, voices. man, you missed it. It was so good, Scanlan. Like, we had so much fun. I got shot with a bunch of arrows and possessed. And Scanlan's like, it's fucking zombies. He's like, it's not the time for your whorehouse stories. It's like, there's a horde! A horde of zombies. zombies. Like, that's much worse than a whorehouse. (laughs) Much, much, much worse. Like, they're just surrounded now. Yeah, they are. Really, like, the Caleb using the cloud shape spell, that is one of the most useless spells on the planet, but she actually uses it with an effect, and I've never seen anybody ever use that spell before in a way that makes sense. I just used it to fucking put beware raccoons in the sky. <laughs> like, beware raccoons. <laughs> like she uses it to like warn a whole town. Oh my god, we're getting Delilah backstory. Oh. Ooh, relax. Silas is dying in our origin story of how Delilah gets her powers, and I guess she turns how- him into a vampire. Yeah, they're from Wildmount. Ah. Where are you going, lady? Delilah, in her desperation, has run into the woods, landed face first in a puddle, and has gone to some really, really, really creepy, creepy house. Goes through a bunch of old books. How do you know that what you're looking for isn't in them? You didn't open any of them. She just read their titles. Not this one, not that one, and then one mysteriously glows. Got a weird skull on it, and you think that's a good idea? Yes, yes I do. It called to her. Mm. Now she's a what kind of sorcerer? She's a necromancer. Sor- necromancer, thank you. She's carving into herself with blood. 
or like with glass and just blood is pouring out of her while she chants evil magic words oh yeah what happened now now your ceiling's moving and that's horrible there's a big old skull looking down at you with from glowing your eyes <clears throat> your husband is now fine with glowing purple eyes and that should worry you it worked but what did it do oh yeah now you can't see him like can't i can't see you in a mirror and your eyes are red she's like i don't care that i can't see you in a mirror and that your heart's not beating at all i'm just gonna kiss a corpse that's fine like he's a vampire so like he Uh, must feed i'm surprised he didn't fucking ravage her as soon as he woke up well if we're gonna base this off of uh twilight theory the body would be full of human blood right at the beginning, so... I was just basing it off basic vampire theory. Not Twilight you theory. You don't, wanna, you don't think theory. Silas, like, glitters? You don't think this Silas is glittery? No. You don't think I have yet to see glitters? Silas in the sun. I mean, that's fair, because I'm pretty sure he'd burn, but, like, you know, it might be sparkly dust. We don't know. We gotta push him into some sunlight and find out. I troll Aaron one day and mean like it's a really sunny day and there's a faint glitter to your skin. <laughs> please, please, I want to see her reaction. <laughs> like, like uh, maybe I'll wait until she meets like her dude and one of the things he'll say to her is just like, "I love the glitter to your skin in the sunlight." <laughs> The way your fair skin glitters in the sunlight. What? It's like, don't worry. This is this is not the skin of a killer. It's not what I think when I look at you. It's gonna lose her fucking mind. She'll be so done. She'll be like, I'm not attracted to him anymore. I don't want it's him. Like, it's like, I'm out. Goodbye. No. Like we never see Erin again. Like she deletes us like from her phone, blocks us in social media. <laughs> I know where you live, Aaron. <laughs> Scanlan's like, in case I wasn't clear, the undead is fucking creepy as hell. And he's apparently useless against them because they freak him out so bad. I mean, I'm fully willing to let like fucking Vax and Percy go at them while I just run behind. That's fine. Keyleth, where'd they all come from? Grog, the ground, where else? It's just like he has a point to be fair. He does, but, like, but that doesn't answer the, Briar the question Woods she was asking. Killed so many people, they just have an undead army, and like that's fucked. I don't think the zombies really care about your closed door, if I'm being completely honest with you. I would love to see a uh, three way relationship between Vax, Keyleth, and Gilmore. <laughs> You have no idea how popular that is on the unfan fiction. Good. That's such Good. a popular thing in the fan fiction that it was the, the three of them. Because people really like Gilmore and, Va- and uh, Vax, but people really like Vax and Keyleth too. Vax is bi, so it works for both. Like, yeah. They both that's, get him. Yeah, that's true. And then they get a best friend in each other. Like, they're both yeah. dating Vax, and then Keyleth and uh, Gilmore just become the best of friends. There you go. Vex just slaps Scanlan and tells him to get his shit together. 
It's like, what do you mean they found you? Yeah, the zombies watched you run into the house. Like, that's just... And Scanlan got bit through a wall. Scanlan got bit through a wall. That zombie bit through a wall. How would you... Like, I want you to look at me right now and think, if you had to bite through a, a flat wall, how would you do that? What do you... Like, no, I don't think that's possible. You just, like, if you think of a flat surface, hi, no. I guess it would be helpful because they don't have noses to get in the way. So, like, I guess there's that. And Cassandra's over there kicking ass. Keyleth with her staff. Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of how I was picturing my staff. Actually, I was picturing how I had it in uh, Hero Forge. Yeah. Like, I know it's a quarter staff, but, like, I honestly thought it was taller than me. That's with, like, this I mean, big old can... claw thing at the top. Yeah, like, we can have you get a staff that's bigger than you. Okay. We can do that. Like, my Hero yeah. Forge character is how I pictured it, you know, like, that tall. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, the, the claw thing. Yeah. Like the limbs. Yeah. Oh, somebody said Whitestone ain't worth all this. <clears throat> Cassandra's like, do something. He's like, no one. It's like, it's not my place. I'm not supposed to rule. And Cassandra's like, they're all dead. Just like, you've been dead for a while, my dude. It is you. Like, you are the next in line. Do something. Next necrosis, according to Cassandra. And she tells Scanlan that he's going to lose the arm within the hour. And Grog's like, ready to chop it off. It's like, last resort, last resort. You just hear distant screaming. That's nice. Yes, live <laughs> in the alley like, for forever. Let's just live in the alley. Like, that's fine. We don't have to leave the alley. That thing is fucking psychotic. That giant. Giant zombie. Literally, it's bigger than Grog. Yeah, it's bigger than most of the buildings. I don't <laughs> mean to rush you. It's like, then don't. Come on, Percy. Show off bad news. Is that the name of, a, of his ri yeah. rifle? Bad news? Yeah. I assume it's bad news at this point. I don't know if he made uh, bad news later, but I'm pretty sure it's bad news. That is such a good weapon. Uh-huh. Grog's like, do it again. How is Vladimir in charge of all the giant zombies? Uh, maybe he has necromatic abilities, too. Scanlan over there trying to get away with a French accent. What we part know of Xandria is that from? Did you not think <laughs> I would adapt from our previous encounter? No, because I thought previous... you were dead. Well, considering our previous encounter was like 20 minutes ago, I'm going to go with no. You were fighting zombies in the old times? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> just like old times when we fought zombies together. Percy just didn't want to lead. He never wanted to lead. Nah. And yet one day in the distant future, as he's expanding Whitestone, he builds it into the shape of an actual human heart. He's so precious. He is. Oh, cut his friend in half. Works for me. No, his Percy's friend has been cut in half. Oh, no, never mind. I'm so, oh, Archie, Archie has been cut in half. <laughs> and like Vex is the common sense. She's like, let's go. Time to move. Don't Time just to fucking go stand there. now. And Keyleth is just like, okay, my turn. My turn. Stand back. Stand back, please. I think she's using, I would say Ray of Frost. Ooh, yeah, looks like Ray of Frost. Go, Keyleth. Kick ass. Wow, look at all that ice. Oh, shit. Kiki. 
Yes, yes, she's the tits. We gotta go. But like her hands were like had icicles frozen on them. Imagine how much that would hurt. Yeah. Say Come something, on, Percy. Percy. You're the king of one-liners. Like, let's put something together. <laughs> it's like I'm not a leader, Percy. Get over yourself. You have a whole people right? to lead. Let's go. Come on. You ran. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody in fucking Whitestone would have left if they'd had the opportunity. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he said his whole name. And you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Per Lord Percival? Frederick Steen. Frederick Stein. Or Steen. Von, Frederick he Steen. does pronounce it Steen. Frederick Steen, Steen von Musil-Kowalski to Rollo Third. Lord Percival Frederick Steen von Musil-Klossowski. What the fuck? Uh-huh. the <laughs> Third. Now, Talison Jaffe, the guy who's who created Percy, he named Percy after some of his friends. Like, he, without them knowing, he took some of their names and put it in okay. together in this. Now, the lore for Percy's name is they're the last, they're like the maiden last names of family that have married into the Dorolos. Yeah, that I got, but like. And that's that's why he has like all of this. I don't think he did this he's got children, though. I don't think his children have. German uh -huh. and Polish uh -huh. and I don't know what the fuck Dorolo would be. Oh, I know it has an origin because I'm pretty sure. Uh, Some of it sounds Jewish. But yeah, yeah. So like that's where Talison got all of the names from. Is he just pulled them from friends? It's a long ass name, bro. Uh huh. Yeah, let me just tell everyone like, hey, it's me. I ran like, away. I'm alive. Uh, I did run after I watched everybody like my family be murdered. <laughs> but I'm here. Like Archie's dead. So now you got me, and you just kind of have to deal with it. It's like. The sacrifice of Archie and the Dorolos is not going to be in vain. Let's go. Let's do this. We could do this. It's time to put an end to this shit. Because, like, right? in all honesty, it's been a while. Like, dude, you escaped as, like, a teenager. And a baby teenager at that. Like, he wasn't... It's like, it's been 15? a while. Yeah, something like that, I imagine, yeah. Percy's just like, leave nobody standing. And it's just like, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many zombies. And there's, like, a handful of people. How is Grog, like, not strong enough against these zombies? Because he can just It's the fact them. that there's so many, and they could just, they're all attacking at once, and, like, that's the problem. Like, mechanically speaking, like, he's being surrounded, and, like, they're attacking him, like, all at once, so he's getting hit, like, five, six, seven times in a row. I love this. Max is just like, Tequila, you know I'm in love with you, right? She's like, this is the worst timing. Like, they're about to kiss, and she's like, wait, 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 wait. Process this is What? absolute worst timing humanly possible. Now. And the rest of them are all, like, preparing for death and, like, all that shit. Oh, And there's a bunch of lightning, like, crackling through the sky. And it's... Boom! Like, Spike the Paladin! Channel Divinity Destroy Undead. It is also Divinity? ability that Asha has, is you Ooh. just completely fucking wipe out zombies. And she just healed Scalin's arm. He's like, wow, you're like an angel. And also marry me? And Pike's like, sure. Marry me? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Scalin's like, wait a minute. Fuck, hang on. I kind of like them as a couple, Pike and Scanlan. Yeah, they're a cute couple. Grog's, Grog's like, you're like, glowing and buzzing. Are you dead? 
And she's like, no, just astral projecting. Like, I'm physically still in the temple, but I know you needed my help. And that was a mechanic they came up with because Ashley Johnson had to travel out of state yeah. so often for her job. So I remember that. And now Pike gets to be a total badass. Because she's not lying to herself anymore. Like, show him the Everlight. And they just get dissolved. Oh, yeah. She just throws her mace. Just wipes out all the zombies. Boomerang! <laughs> she's a holy Sokka. <laughs> what are you gonna do now? Recut your skin? Like, like creepy, creepy creeperson? Vex, give me a lift. I want to try something stupid. Sounds right. She shoots the zombie, like, so he has... Vax has, like, handholds and footholds. <laughs> Scanlan! That way! Hand! <laughs> and, like, Grog has Scanlan, like, pick him up with uh, Scanlan's hand and just fucking throw, throw him! him. Oh, oh, Vax! You Vax stuck just your stuck hands in the giant zombie's eyeballs. That's disgusting. And Grog That's just... more disgusting than Grog cutting his way through from top to bottom that other, like, fucking giant. That's disgusting. Oh, oh, oh. Just the idea of it on your hands. Vector's like, this is imposter. It's impossible. I did it. And then he's like, oh, fuck this. I'm leaving. And Percy's like, where are you going? You're still on my list. He's like, but you know what? I'm going to let the people of Whitestone deal with you. Like in May, they show you all of the mercy you've shown them. Stab, 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 stab. The Dawnfather. And Pike is glowing and floating. Scanlan's like, what's she doing? Everyone's sword is now like a holy weapon. Yep. <laughs> I love Pike. She's like, she's all like elegant and everything's like, may your weapons like defeat them with the shine of the Everlight. And she's like, they go smash some fucking heads. She had to be true to herself. because She's like, it sounds so wrong mm -hmm. when I do it. It's like, no. No, it's like, no, it's cool. Everlight's not as Everlight's down. She's like, that's Everlight's cool. down. You, you do what you do. Yes, fearless leader, Percy. Let's lead. I like how they hang that dude off the sun tree. Redmire? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Percy apologized to his sister. Mm-hmm. Are you not going to close the door? Close it behind you. That's horror movie that? 101. <laughs> I like how trying to be nice. And she's like, yeah. it's a nice house you got. And he's like, this is the dungeon keyless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, full of Delilah and Silas at least. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Who'd this bitch be? He knows who she is. That's not good. <laughs> this is the only freedom I offer you. That's fucking like, Air Percy, Ripley. Like Percy just fucking flat. Oops, my bad. <laughs> uh. Bye. I'm so sorry. I got goodbye. It. <laughs> I just this me. I'm, I'm so sorry. Right off. Okay. I'm so sorry. Goodbye, honey. This is like just me. I'm Hello. so sorry. <laughs> just abandoning me. Uh, I'm alone. I'm alone. I am so sorry, and I said it to fucking Aaron. Let's see. Here you go. <laughs> She's gonna be like, why? <laughs> if Aaron pops in on this. Shit. Okay, hang on, let me get out of the other one. I meant to stop casting and I just closed the whole thing. <laughs> You're just like, fuck <laughs> off. Just like, don't need you no more, bitch. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Let Bye. me in, huh?
so that woman is Anna Ripley and she is, will, will become Percy's number one nemesis. Oh. She is also at this point in time, the only other person with a gun, Oh, which she steals the design from him. I want him. Oh, well, I wonder why she's his nemesis. What did she do? Oh, she was one of the people who murdered his family and tortured him and his sister. Oh, okay. And then, like, will proceed from this moment forward just to make his life an absolute fucking living hell. So, but yeah, it's Anna Ripley. She is his number one nemesis. The only other person at any point that will really have a gun. Um, yeah, she steals the design from him more or less, or like recreates it kind of based on what she saw him do okay. with it. And like trying to tries to reverse engineer it doesn't do it as well. And it like I think at some point like she blows off a couple of her fingers, like testing it and stuff like that. Um because it is a weapon, like in in D D when you roll a one, that damn thing does blow up. So, okay. Yeah. And you have to f- spend some time fixing it. So sometimes you spend a turn or two trying to put it back together. But uh but yeah. I I really like Percy's arc. I like that it's so early on in this show because I think it's a really good arc to start with to introduce people to kind of like what Vox Machina is and what mm-hmm. D&D kind of is. And like, even if you don't know anything about D&D, you don't have to, to watch this. Because like, no. if you, like, if you watch Harry Potter, you don't need to know anything about magic to like understand Harry Potter. So I'm like, you don't need to know anything about D&D to understand this world. Does it make a little more sense for like the weird details of like, I know what spell they're casting? Sure. But you don't have to know that Keyleth casts like speak with plants or that Pike was using channel divinity turn undead and stuff like that. You don't have to know any of that to watch this and enjoy it. You could just you could tell from the context that Keyleth was over there using magic to try and like commune with the tree or that uh, Pike just used, you know, her holy magic to get rid of the zombies. And that's not a stretch of context or of information. You just, you see it and that's, it's pretty straightforward in all honesty. So um, there isn't really anything you need to know about D&D in order to watch the show. You just might know why, hey, in one of these instances, something they do doesn't work and you might know, the mechanical reason behind it but like it doesn't change really how much you enjoy it so but i definitely i will always recommend this show especially for people who are interested in getting into dnd yeah. but like don't know where to start like watch fox Machina. like watch the legend of fox Machina tv show it'll give you an idea at least of kind of like the vibe that you're gonna get from a dnd yeah you can watch this show you can watch the dungeons and dragons movie yeah and like i would say this show is more accurate than the oh, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons movie. Um, but the Dungeons and Dragons movie is a good place to start too. Um, but as Scanlan proves, bards have magic and I'll never not be salty that Chris Pine didn't have any magic. But <laughs> what's going to be salty? It's weird. That it's the bard didn't use his fucking magic. He didn't have a magical loot. He just had a loot and that's kind of weird. Um, but you know, like you don't you don't have to know, but this is a good starting point. This is a good starting. And if you want to learn how to play without actually having to learn, like sit down and like start learning the mechanics, my second recommendation, like after you watch like Fox Machina or the D and D movie to kind of get the vibe is to listen to actual play podcasts. 
because listening to people play, you're going to hear the mechanical side of it. And you're going to hear them. People say like, you know, I need you to roll me a perception check and I need you to like, you know, you're in combat and how yeah. that works and stuff like that. I think listening to an actual play podcast provides a lot of detail and like context for stuff that you'll pick up and as you learn as you're listening to a really interesting story like you could listen to the actual play of box machina if you really like the show and if you do especially if after you've watched the tv show box machina go listen to the campaign or watch the campaign of box machina from critical role like that was probably even more helpful is because you've seen the show and what it should look like. So now you're going to listen to them play it on the mechanical side, or you can go listen to somebody else. Like if you go listen to um, not another D and D podcast, one of their players in their first campaign is brand new to D and D. So they're talking about how things work as he's learning how to play and, you know, teaching and like the reasons why you're rolling things or, you know, like what you need to do. And it, it makes more sense if you listen to other people do it. You could go listen to our campaign where, because like two of my players are brand new. So we talk about some of the things like that you yeah. need to do and like the more mechanical side of it. It's easier to learn if you have something to base it off of, knowledge to fall back on. So what do you think of Percy's arc so far in trying to save Whitestone? I fucking love Percy. Like just him and that gun and that mask and let, let's just go. It's like he's it like somebody had made a uh, a post when the show had first come out that Percy was kind of like an anime boy because like his glasses <laughs> do that weird anime shine thing that's <laughs> really dramatic and it's just like yeah and so uh, like I had read things it's just like you know like you've got this whole party right and like they're very like medieval kind of fantasy you know renaissance fantasy kind of stuff and then you got percy who's just out there fucking shooting people with a gun <laughs> and it's just it's really really funny because like everybody else is kind of like in like medieval fantasy and then there's percy over here just soloing steampunk <laughs> just right fucking amazing it's really funny but yeah i love this world that matt created he's very good at it so I saw that um, Avatar The Last Airbender uh, RPG the other day, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, that would be so much fun. That would be <laughs> so much fun to play. And, like, I would love to play that at one point, but I wouldn't want to be the DM. No? I would want, no, I would want somebody else to be, the, to be the DM for that because I want somebody who, like, knows a super ton about the Avatar. Like, not that I don't know a lot about the Avatar world, but I want somebody who's, like, as into avatar like as i am into like critical role so that they know Got like, it like the lord because like i didn't read the comic books i didn't even fucking watch all of cora because i didn't like it yeah don't come for me don't at me about that i don't i like it just it was not as compelling for me as avatar the last airbender was so did you watch legend of cora i watched the first season of legend of cora yeah i watched the first season i didn't it wasn't compelling enough for me to want to watch the next season. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It just pissed me off. Yeah, there was there was a couple of things about it that I was kind of like, uh, okay, that's. I don't understand why every time they make these generation things, they make the dad a bad parent. Like the lead guy is a bad. Like Aang was made out to kind of just be a shit dad, 
and all but like so was naruto and so was harry potter and like so is like so many every time they fucking create a next gen it's always those shit dads and you're like what you ruined my whole childhood with your fucking stupid sequel that's why i will never consider the cursed child canon like no i just want to live in a fantasy world where the idea that harry is a good dad and I'd like to just ignore the fact that the Burrito series exists because, like, Sasuke got worse. And that just shouldn't be possible, but it is. And it's just sad that he got worse. Like, he was already a douchebag, and then he doesn't see it. He's never met his 12 year old daughter, and he tries to kill her. It's just like, hmm. so any final thoughts on percy on vox machina so we've we've established that you would like to see keyleth vax and gilmore as as like in a poly relationship okay any other ships you got going on scallon and pike okay that's a good one and honestly if i had to put them together vex and uh, percy yeah that's a good one too i like that one she like especially like in these episodes like she's very supportive of him but also doesn't put up with any of his dramatic bullshit either so i can see that like making him quit fiddling with that stupid gun right (laughs) makes all this clicking noise like sweetheart stop stop (laughs) stop Stop. i kill you like i was like i love you but like what you do i'm gonna fucking behead you before you ever get a chance to take whitestone back you need to stop doing that but yeah so we are one more episode away from finishing season one of the legend of vox machina so we're hoping to wrap that up sooner rather than later um we are kind of our episodes will also come out on our normal days and our normal times and things like that but because it is the holidays our recording schedules for ourselves is a little different um so when we record vox machina might be a little different on our end but you guys won't really notice which is fine yeah they they, they don't know what happens behind the scenes that's fair all righty so thank you guys so so much for listening to the legend of vox machina with us we're gonna wrap up this series pretty soon and we will start a new one after this all right thank you guys so so much for joining us and we will see you next time next time Bye. Bye. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns.